is a public service announcement. The episode that you are about to listen to is part of the annual Distraction Pieces podcast, Drunkcast. What is about to follow may be offensive, may be stupid, may... It's basically, it's us getting drunk, and please forgive us if we say anything horrific. All right, on with the episode. Welcome, welcome. Let's not even bother... No, I've got to do the three welcomes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's part five of the 2023 drunk cast you've had enough warnings if you're here you only have yourself to blame i love these these boys and i loved having this 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 recording this this evening with them me and chris actually went home after this he stayed at mine and in my kitchen we had one of my favorite conversations of the year and it wasn't a happy one it was a deep one but it was a really it was one of those good good drunk conversations where you both you've got each other's back yeah it's good stuff anyway thank you all for an amazing year of this podcast of support of everything as you've heard i've not talked about it that much on the podcast it's popped up here and there it's popped up here and there on twitch but as you've heard it's been a weird year for me but it really i meant that in the first episode it's really been a best of times and worst of times one because genuinely some of my 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 favorite times have been this year and equally genuinely some of the worst times of my life (laughs) but the constant has been the podcast has been you lot tuning in has been you lot motivating me to have amazing conversations that have really helped me i don't think i've talked about this but when i was in a really bad hole the episode i had lined up to record almost cancelled it was the one with saul williams and anisia and I jumped on that Zoom and Saul was on and Anissia was still setting up. And I kind of opened up a little bit to Saul to kind of go, he was like, how are you, man? And I was like, yeah, not good, to be honest. <laughs> and he was so beautifully supportive and wise. And yeah, that podcast was exactly what I needed at that point, genuinely. So that podcast only existed because of you lot. So yeah, thank you for your unbeknownst support this year in a way you know and on to next year 2024 baby anyway this is a long intro before a disgrace of a last episode of the year so (laughs) hopefully i've made up for what's ahead by that heartfelt intro and if you're tuning in thank you again i know people skip intros sometimes people might not make it through five episodes of us getting drunk so anyone who's been listening now genuinely thank you Let's get on with this mess of an episode. This has been the Distraction Pieces podcast for 2023. This is how we end it. Of all the beautiful, deep, powerful, important conversations we've had, this is how we end it. Basically, take it away, Chris. Yeah, I started recording already. I just, just wanted to get Chris genuinely recommending you to check, check the reviews out on screen. On screen I have, uh, I've done that. So, uh, so, it's, so, so what are we looking at? Bear in mind, this is a new episode. Explain what's happening. Okay, Stu. so we, we've um, Chris said uh, when you said that you took your mum to watch Cabaret. Yep. Uh, he then said, "I took your mum to watch Sliver." I mean, I didn't say do previously on the drunk cast. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, then Shoes looked up reviews of Sliver as a film on Amazon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Google. Um, okay. So, uh, not Ian Moon has, uh, has left a five star review. He said, <laughs> I watched this film when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> And even if I have forgot his title, I will not forget the horrifying and traumatising memories it gave me. <laughs> even to this day, been blabbering about it with my relatives' friends uh, or scouring the internet, uh, hoping to find it, but to no avail. 14 years later, I found it, searching for movies. Damn, why did not think, think about that sooner? Need to watch it again. Still traumatised. Underneath that... And that's uh, a review. That's a review. <laughs> that's just a conversation. That's just some stuff that happened. I loved everything about this film. It was fun, goofy, gross, and just the perfect uh, hybrid of film that I like. Are you reading Sliver the horror film about the little wormy things that go in the back garden and, and it's like a blob-type movie in a horror film, Sliver? If you're a fa- No. If you're a fan of trauma or Cronenberg, then you, you'll be used to this sort of thing. He's reading, sli- <laughs> he's, reading he's reading the horror film, Sliver. I'm totally ever yeah, like... <laughs> Did you see Alex Baldwin's like little worm in it? I don't think you do. No, I, I can barely remember anything about. Oh, it. it was very sexy. Yeah, they all that all that era. Sharon Stone was very sexy. It was all a very sexy era, wasn't mm. it? I don't know how they've aged. I'll remember Body of Evidence? She she was like melting the candle on on the front. I thought it was on his chest. Uh, and no, he went down to his penis. Did I think it? that's how they what they use for protection. I was quite, what a wax prophylactic. I think I was quite young, so it might be my imagination yeah. saying that's what they were doing. Maybe yeah. they were. I thought she just poured some on his chest. I th- she started there for sure. Oof. Anyway, oh, how are we doing, guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I, Hello, Pete. Welcome just, to your podcast. <laughs> just, I've, I've got a question. Have either of you seen? And again, one of the best things I've seen this year: David Holmes, the boy who lived. It's a documentary oh, that's that, come out. The, 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 Producer, musician. Oh, oh, no, no, no. About the stuntman who who was stuntman for Harry Potter for for Daniel Radcliffe in in the Harry Potter films, and in the last one he, he got a spinal it, injury. Yeah. Um, oh, right, yeah, he lives in in South End. I'm doing a podcast with him. He's fantastic, but it's an amazing right. watch. Number one, he's the coolest fucking dude in the world. He was a stuntman at the age of like sixteen or seventeen, just doing all this cool shit, and this thing went wrong. This spinal injury, it's... Is it, it's so it's left him irreparably damaged? Yeah, it? and it's getting w- 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 oh, worse and worse. Um, the documentary is amazing. It really shows what stunt guys go through and the risks they take. It's really beautiful because it talks to... And David hasn't watched it because he can't, because it's such a traumatic time in his career. But it was his... He put it together, he's in it. But the way his colleagues and mates all talk about him is so beautiful. But he's put a question in for us. Right. The first question he's put in is... Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino, Shag Mary Kill. I'd kill Tarantino because that's what Tarantino will want. (laughs) Kinky bastard. Um, He'd love it. Would you smother him to death with your feet? No, no. I'd I'd dance around him and then just fucking slit his throat with a razor. So who are you marrying and who are you shagging? Is it Scorsese? Scorsese and Spielberg. Marry Scorsese. Yeah, fucking shag Steven Spielberg. That surprises me. I thought Spielberg was the clear like husband material, Mm. I would have said. I just just like, I would say, yeah, no, I'm going to go with you, Pip, on this one. Like, I think uh, Spielberg is the classic married. Like, 
Don't think of them. Think of their movies. Mm. Like Spielberg's are more Marion and Scorsese's. Do you think you've watched a Spielberg movie more times than you've watched a no, no one specific Spielberg movie more no. times than you've watched Goodfellas? Unless, and well, that's the problem, isn't it? Because you know you're going to put something like Jaws up oh, against Goodfellas, ah, yeah, and it's it's really difficult. And Raiders, well, it's tough tonight. Well, right, if if it's I, I, there, we go. I think uh, I think you got it there. Raiders, I've, I've in, watched probably in, most. Interesting. Then, question from Sedgwick. In a really weird apocalypse, you can only watch one film and listen to one album for the rest of your life. What are they? Uh, Has the album got to be from the film or not? No. Any album, any film. I'll, I'll take... Uh, I'd love it if you picked a film and the original soundtrack for the film. <laughs> well, I could do that with The Wanderers. With The Crying? Yeah, but then yeah. you get to... You get to watch that in the film. Yeah. They have two. Yeah, no. I'd, um, okay, sometimes I fancy it w- w- with pictures and sometimes I fancy it without. Uh, the variation, lads. I would go... I think it's straight to the A for me. <laughs> no, I was just thinking if it was straight to the A. Always, always has been, always will be. Uh, I'll go... Um, <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the audio book. <laughs> I would uh, my album I would take would be What's Going On by Marvin Gaye mm. and I would take Greece. Greece. Okay. Nice. I did a I did a, th- a thing on, on my my Twitch. I've got a thing on a guy runs a thing on Instagram and YouTube now of clips from my Twitch. And I did a thing where I break down the a cappella of Marvin Gaye. Heard it through the grapevine. No, no. Let's um, get it on. Oh, let's get it on. And it's fucking hilarious. When you hear the a cappella, it's hilarious. The, yeah. the way he says I won't push you, baby. And then he follows it with, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, darling. And he just, he's, he's like saying, he's all gentle and all nice. I won't push you. He's like, fucking come on, come on. And then like, and then shortly after that, he just goes, no! Very, Get it on! Very sexual, man. Uh, We've spoke about having a Marvin on here, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. It's about that educating young men. Yeah. Very sexual, man. So you've gone for Greece and... and uh, What's going on yeah. by Marvin Gaye, Christopher I, William Gresham? Instinctively, f- f- film I went for Days and Confused. And I think that's a bit of a cheat as well because you get an album with that, yeah. essentially. It's such a good yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Feel good, great movie. Oh, gosh. And then album, it might be because of a conversation that me, Chris, and Mark Irvine have been having recently, but I think I might go for, for Green Day. Yeah, Dookie. Dookie. I love it so much. And it's again, it, it's the memories attached yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. R- r- rancid and out come the walls. And my favourite album of all time is, is Johnny Hartman and John Coltrane's album. It's just mm. called Johnny Hartman and John Coltrane. But I think gr- Green Day would do the job just because it's, it triggers all those memories. It triggers all those memories. It's got the kind of chilled songs like like When I Come Around and Long View, but then it's got um, it's, it's got um, uh, FOD for getting all my anger out because when that kicks in, fuck off and die. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bonus. Yeah. And then obviously Basket Case, which was just a seminal What's song for me growing up. <laughs> I don't know. I never want to hear that song as I live. Yeah, you've, yeah. Fucking alternative club DJ. Mm. So, so yeah, Days of Confused and Green Day Dookie. Oh, it's tricky. I don't, I don't want to think about this too long. It'll kill me. Uh, I bet you go, do. Uh, oh, will it? Rage Against Machine. Yeah, great choice. Yeah, first record. Yeah, Rage Against Machine. 
upon us. Um, I've never got bored of that record ever. And I quite like getting angry. I think it's quite fun. I, I don't know where to go with it. I don't. Um, I was tempted with Goodfellas. I know you mentioned Mm. The Goodfellas thing, over the thing. The thing. Mm. I'd say the thing, but I, I need think, to rewatch the thing. I, I think uh, Goodfellas. I think both your answers is better, in the sense that um, I think there's a degree of they have you know the, the strategy of having all that great music in it. But I don't know, man. But, I fucking love the thing, uh, lads. I fucking love the thing. Let's stick together on this apocalypse because it's between the three of us. Yeah. We've got a great mix. Yeah. Okay. You know, we can share them. Mm. All right. Deal. I, I need to rewatch the thing. There's two versions, right? Is there two versions of the thing? No, there's only I mean, one. You got the, you got I might the be thinking that, of another film. Uh, the, 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 the prequel that Joel Edgerton's in. Edgerton, right, yep, yep, yep. Which yep. is it's all right. Um, it's difficult to, to sort of like challenge the thing. The thing, the thing, the originals, the ball. I need to rewatch it. I'm sure I have seen it, but I don't remember it that well. Oh, mate, definitely. Watch it tonight. Get home, pop it on. You're staying at mine tonight. That's why you've suggested that. <laughs> well, watch it tonight. We'll go home in a minute. It'll be lovely. <laughs> Let's not worry about it. Um, do we want to talk about the Tories a bit? Because they're fucking I, shit, aren't they? I've got this issue currently with our government where I think that I don't... We're getting so hard. We're getting so oppressed. When we, we, how are we in a, in a democracy when energy prices are rising again? Because if everyone was to vote for not doing that, we'd mm-hmm. all go, No. And so we don't live in a democracy. It's a complete farce. The Tories have wrecked the country. Um, I think our whole dem- democratic system's fucked up. I think Keir Starmer's um, not a great... He's like, we're being forced to eat again. We've had this conversation in the last few years. So I was going to say, he's a shit, shit cunt as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we're in a situation where how far are we from evolution? And I, I generally mean that. I'm, I'm getting so... Sit to the back piece. teeth of watching people like Suella, Bra- Suella Braverman say the insane things she says. Homelessness then, is a lifestyle choice. What then terrifies me is then I Cunt. watch, uh, then I read YouTube comments, yeah. and I realise that we only get who we deserve. And when you read the comments, you know, if you read, if you read, say for example, a post from Israel Palestine, we were talking about talk about news. Unfortunately, part of the reason why my deposition in the last two months is as bad as it is, as a long, big, large part of it, is that conflict. Without mm-hmm. spending two, three episodes discussing that, um, but then when I read a post on any Israel Palestine conflict, and you just read the absolute extreme polarized opinions of the people in the comment threads. It makes me very sad, and it's the same. Like we, we're getting what we deserve. Is that we've got a our population, include myself included, is particularly lacking in decent critical capacity to think, and our our our, our MPs come from that populace. If you want to sit there and say no, it's only the upper class. Wrong. Rishi Sunak didn't come from that. Many MPs who ended up finding themselves with a lot of political power uh, across the globe. Um, have found themselves into positions of power from fucking abject poverty, or not that he was abject poverty, his parents, I believe, a chemist, but not rich, rich. Um, he is so now the cunt. Oh, well, now he's Him and his missus. Yeah. And then you look at all the millionaires made from the PPE scandal, we've got the energy scandals. How long is it until uh, we just start putting bullets in heads? And I, I, mm. I know, I don't mean to sound extremist here, but like I'm so sick and tired of 
of um, you know we can we can pick on the on the Tories, but you really think a change up of colour of being chosen, having to only ever getting the option to, to choose between two political parties or three? No, it's it's really fucked. It's protected. It will never change. Um, they're always going to be one step ahead, and they're going to be one step ahead because they're very good at getting the general public arguing about major headlines and choosing extreme opinions and there's mm-hmm. never any nuance. Sorry, I've gone on now. No, and again, I think that arguably the most depressing thing at the moment is that Keir Starmer is, is leading the opposition mm-hmm. and he's gone full Tony Blair in the kind of centrist trying yeah, to appeal to, to both sides. It's yes, like, yes. it's a horrible alternative and it's mm-hmm. it's bleak. The thing that always annoys me. The reason I didn't go on any of the marches after the Tories got in the last time and got in pretty much illegally, certainly not fair with so much just dodginess in the voting and dodginess in how proportional or not proportional representation works and all this kind of thing. The reason I didn't get involved in any of that was prior to this election and the election before, I did posts asking if there's any protests prior to the election about how our electoral system works, and there were none. And the fact is, we only want to protest it when our side loses. If our side had won in a broken, unfair system, it's still fucking unacceptable. So it's like, right, well, I'm not going to come and chant with you all because you lost the the broken system. It's fucked regardless. I do think Labour is the best current option and an essential option because of how ruthless the Tories have been. The fact that they've done so much to just profiteer and gone unchallenged. They've done so much that is clearly illegal and they've got away with more and more of it where it's gone, no, they can't get this through. And the Rwanda thing's a prime example of that, that they're still trying to push that through despite numerous, and hopefully it won't go through, but despite numerous uh, European... Um, or, or, or UN interruptions, all these different things saying, no, you can't do that. And it's not dead yet. You know, it's, it's, it's all these stupid things. It's insane that they get away with this. It, though, yeah. That if the Tories don't get in, it, we just get succeeded by another party where ultimately the most important thing, the country is run by money, mm-hmm. corporations and lobbying. And until we understand and how, until we detach lobbying from politics and until we make, politicians legally liable for the stuff they say mm-hmm. and 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 to me like i wish someone who had an ounce of get up and go would like, have you ever watched we talked about podcasts right earlier i watch a lot of youtube there's a guy called coffeezilla who investigates mass fraud mm-hmm. uh, he's done it in the cryptocurrency him. world he is just a young man with a passion for journalism and mm-hmm. investigative journalism and if someone like that was to investigate any democracy or legal system or even the banking system, what they would turn up would be fucking frightening. And until we until we fix these things, a little bit like us arguing over the outcome of an election when the election itself is perverted, mm-hmm. that's where our problem is, Pip, is that it doesn't matter what we're arguing about and it doesn't matter about us, us going on uh, protests for certain things. It's fundamentally beyond corrupt and it mm-hmm. needs it needs. Actual regulation. I mean, politicians aren't held accountable properly for anything. We've seen it in America. Like, I think Biden is better than Trump, but I don't think he's good. And again, we won't go into it all in detail, but Israel-Palestine has has, has illustrated that. Biden is arguably the most powerful person in that situation. He's made awful choices and done fuck all. He said some 
What a dickhead. Well, Keir Starmer's saying that he doesn't think the Tories are hard enough on disability benefits situations and stuff like that. It's like, you're meant to be the Labour Party. You're meant to be in support of the people and support of those who need support. And yeah, yeah cunt. You got anything to say, Stu? <laughs> you don't have to. I just feel that me and Chris have rambled on for a bit No, there. No, I, uh, I fall in and out of it. I have times when I, I listen to nothing but LBC all day. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. It really makes me fucking sad. And I don't think anyone's got the right answers at the moment. I think our country's fucking in the sh- absolute shithole of a fucking place. And I just don't know who's going to fucking get us out of that. It's certainly not going to be the Tories. I don't necessarily think it's going to be Keir Starmer. And, and I just worry about what the next fucking years have in store for us. What does, I think, what does it leave for us on a cost of living? Because it is getting outrageously expensive. Yeah. And I think that... <clears throat> I my car insurance. Sure. we are, are, are lucky enough to be maybe in positions now where we can survive a lot worse. It's, it's, it's uh, the passivity that kills me. Like the elective subservience of us as a nation. So all of the cost of living stuff, yet profits are at the highest they've been for so many companies. Like my brother just coming back from six months in Malaysia was like, well, it's mad to see the price of everything so much higher, so many empty shelves, loads of it is attached to Brexit. But again, there's there's loads of these, these profits. In Malaysia, you can't raise the price or you can't profiteer and go against each other for the essentials. Yeah. So meat, veg, all these kind of things have a set price. Yeah. Things like that, because they're the essentials. That's what people need to live. You can't ramp the price up on that. But then... Again, like the fact that the price of oil like flew up and there was loads of protests and everyone was angry. And then we all went, oh, that's is what it is now. Oh, we all just stopped. There was such fury. And then BP, everyone else is doing the biggest profits that they've ever had. They said, oh, it's because of the Ukraine conflict. It's because of this and that. There's no prize hike in Europe. It's, it's here because they go, oh, well, we're allowed to do it because they ain't going to do shit. And I think it comes down to, I've talked about it before, probably on drunk casts, but it comes down to places like France who basically rioted when there was a suggestion of raising the age of retirement, um, which is already something like 10 it's years well below ours. in France. It's well documented. It's so better, That's the mate. fact why people reference France constantly when they talk about protest, whereas... It all comes down to history though, right? It's because France's history is civil unrest and, 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 and revolutions whereas our history our literal fucking national anthem is l- long to reign over us we're singing passionately please let them reign over us for longer I hope they reign over us for so long that's in our that's in our DNA I our don't national identity there was a bigger protest a protest in the history of France than there was when uh, the UK marched against the the, the, the war in Iraq. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was never been a the million man march. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, it just fucking makes me really fucking sad. It's, it's, I think yeah. also if you've got issues in in your personal space and then you, you see these, it's so overwhelming. You feel so individually incapable. But I do think that thing that yeah, like firstly you have to in, like, and I, I I'm not particularly brilliant at this right now. But all I'd say is where I can and what I need to do better is I need to get better, uh, raise awareness. I need to read multiple news sources. I've been really good at it in the past. I think I'm a bit weak at it now. 
I think you need to be able to see nuance and... You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. You should be able to trust no, the people that no, fucking no, want to run the country. Unfortunately, Stu, we are now in a situation, like if you were left out in the wild, where nothing's nothing's given and that we need to, if we want our That's government to be accountable, you. we have to be. And we have to know these things and then we have to fucking hold... Raise awareness and hold people accountable to what the fuck is going on, um, you know. And I think things that Pip, when you've done and you've had Loki on recently about mm-hmm. the Israel-Palestine conflict, came from a conversation with your missus at your yeah. birthday party. Us talking about because again, I'd, it was really tough. I'd had, had a few people push to have, have, have Loki on again, who I've had him on before, talking about Israel-Palestine fucking years ago. This isn't a conflict that started on October seventeenth. But it was chatting there and kind of going, right, no, actually, I need to find a way to make this work. And it was one. We, we recorded it at like 10 p.m. on a Monday night and put it out as that Wednesday's podcast, which isn't easy because I've not got this yeah. big thing. It's me and Buddy Peace. So it's 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 making it work and turning it around as quickly as we can. But yeah, it felt important. And I've had people, I've had backlash from that. I've had people say that, that, that Loki is anti-Semitic and I don't think... Think he is. I've not seen any evidence of that. Nobody's but... sent it anymore, Pip. Everybody's one way or the other. Or, or Again, but but, 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 but I will I will say in this situation and conflict, it can be understandable. Yeah. If you're Jewish and you're seeing a massive rise in anti-Semitism, it's understandable to be emotionally defensive. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not I, I can't get angry at that. And equally, if you're Muslim and you're seeing a massive rise in Islamophobia, it's understandable yeah. to act emotionally rather than rationally. But, but that, again, that, yeah, it's it's fun, it doesn't enough, though, when I talk about us being better thinkers, that's what I'm what I'm tr- trying to say. Like we don't we don't have a populace that and so this, isn't, this, isn't, this isn't a criticism of people who react emotionally because as a human being, I've done it a million times, I'm going to do it more, but we work, it's not ingrained in us mm. to be able to separate emotions uh, from gathering information and looking at both parties' side of things. War is not inherently... War doesn't always come about about just one simple oppression. Mm-hmm. Um it comes. It can be multi-factored, and there's a lot of factors that obfuscate the issues that happen between Israel and Palestine. And but then what you see, I saw a post about it um, the other day, and all it was was some people saying we need an, another October seventh, and then we had, and then I'm reading other comments that say uh, eradicate Gaza. And funny enough, those two polarizing comments were throughout it, worded in different ways. Mm. And yet, that was what the comment stream of this of this channel was. It's like yeah, just two extreme opinions just because, shouting of, the, at each because other. of the violence that has been committed mm-hmm. on both sides. And I might you you want to look at a map, go and look at a map of Palestine over the last seventy five years. Yep. And a picture like you once said, a picture you know says a thousand words, mm-hmm. right? And look at that. No, no one said, no one gave that territory away. And so without us overcomplicating the reasons why, there's obviously a real fucking massive problem there. Mm-hmm. And understanding the issue of that does not come out often come down to the the general uh person in Palestine or Israel. It comes down to the players that are going behind that are calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And it's way more difficult to resolve. Um and actually other countries like the West wanting an interest in the East mm-hmm. and then Eastern agitators 
wanting to encourage and finance the... Well, BP currently m- m- making deals within this conflict. Yeah. But that said, what's the best thing you've eaten this year? <laughs> Stewie! Can you think... I've I've been I've, I've had a roast at this place called Folks. It's out in Norfolk, where actually, and, and you go out there. It was near Kings Lynn. The time, the first I time I went to Kings, Kings Lynn. the first time I went to Kings Lynn was to pick up a fridge from Greg to drop off at Marks because I had a space cruiser. But I've had this 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 roast at this place called Folks, right? And it's a it's like a, a serve yourself. It's like a carvery type thing, but... You went to a Toby carvery. It wasn't a carvery, like no. You're still on off menu. You, you, you get ready for this, because they've got, they've got your meats, they've got amazing veg, big Yorkshires. They've also got a selection of mini pies. So you have a pie as part of, of, of your roast. Very it's fine. fucking amazing. And then there's a dessert thing that says, oh, it's good. I rate it. Sounds good. I also ate at a place in Lee called Toppers and Toast that oh. do this puffy like f- French bread, and you can either have savoury French, fr- fr- French toast, French bread. What am I talking about? Fr- French toast. It's a fucking amazing. Oh. I'd, I'd followed it on Instagram for a while. I hadn't gone there. I went there. It lived up to it. Whenever the girls have done something good and they've achieved something, we go to Toppers and Toast and we yeah. stand outside and queue up to get a table. Uh, because it's not never that straightforward on a Sunday to get in there. Yeah. And uh, the food's incredible. Isn't it's it? fucking amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. it looks... I was worried. I've been to a few places that look really good on Instagram, and then you get it and it looks really good, but yeah. it doesn't taste that good. That was just heaven. I had a fake And it feels roll. really independent and really, like, l- local and just... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It feels like a real absolutely. good one to support. I've not eaten meat for most of this year. Yeah. So uh, so I had, uh, I had a fake bacon roll, a vegan fest, which is a very, in the Cotswolds, which is an incredibly middle-class thing to say. But uh, that was really good. So I just yeah. kind of missed that taste of bacon. So I had a yeah. bacon roll when I was hungover. That was fucking bang on. I always remember arguing with my dad because when my kind of almost sister-in-law at one point was first vegan, and my dad would be like... I understand it. It's a fair choice, but why have fake bacon? Why have like have vegetables? And it was like that's the, it's such a common argument, but it really clearly means you've not thought about it at all. Because it's like, well, you have fake bacon because you miss the taste of fa- of bacon. You've the not bacon amazing. You, you've not stopped eating meat because you don't like meat. You've stopped eating meat because you don't want animals to, to yeah. die. Like it, it, it doesn't pass any level of yeah. thought. Like to, to break down. And again, it's the most common argument you see it online all the time. I'm fine with it. But why are they making things pretending it's a sausage when it's not a sausage? It's like, because you miss a sausage. Simple as that. <laughs> because you want a sausage and you can't have one because you don't want animals... Completely that. ...to die on behalf of it. Completely so, that. And again, there's been big... I think in recent years, there's been so many big leaks around. One of the best things I've had, actually, if if you're ever in Edinburgh again, there's a place it's called... A lot, there's a place yeah. called Faceplant. Right. And I had a mac and cheese sandwich there, a mac and cheese toasty, and it's vegan. And I've always said the one thing that vegans can't do yet is cheese. It's the thing that always falls down for me. This mac and cheese toasty, oh my God. I don't know how they've done it. They're really secretive about how they've made it. And I think the secret is it's cheese. cheese. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. genuinely. I think the secret is cheese, but apparently it's not. And it's astounding. Like Because again, I think there's so much good... Meat. I think often a yeah. vegan sausage roll is nicer than an actual sausage roll. There's so many areas yeah. where it's 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 come leaps and bounds. Mm. But 
Cheese has always been the downfall for me, but this fucking mm. face plant in Edinburgh, I'm telling you. I still eat cheese. I'm, I'm veggie, I'm not vegan. Yeah. But uh, uh, I live with a vegan. Yeah. Uh, so there is vegan cheese. She still eats cheese as well. Hey, hey. Chris, what's the best thing you've eaten this year? The Don't be rude. Cruiser. What um, was that? The Tega Cruz is an Italian. I've decided that um, to do as I'm told, and my fiance is actually right about everything. One of them is now my favourite cuisine is Italian. Yep. Which I never thought it would be. I always thought when people said Italian, I was like, that's pathetic. <laughs> it's so basic, but it's easily my favourite. No, it is the best. <laughs> easily like, my favourite. The best food in the world is Italian. Yeah. I, I was like, no, it, it's not. But no, it, I think it actually is. And you set aside pizza, I mean, fresh pasta. Mm -hmm. I had this sausage and fennel. Um, yeah, that little mm, there. I'm clearly just, drooling. Yeah. Oh, keep God, talking, Chris. Keep talking. Off the fucking chart. And, yeah. and Molly was having a bit of a low, uh, a low week. And it's a really, it's a Michelin recommended restaurant in um, family run Italian restaurant in Margate. And I phoned up on a Friday, and I was like, "Is there any chance you got a little two top for us? We can we can come early." I said, "I can come early if you want to pop that as a joke." And they said, "We already know. We've <laughs> yeah. heard." Five thirty, they went. We got a little table. Went in there, and it just just turned Molly's day round. And they how little was this work. table? So actually, this is the insane thing. They gave us an entire six-top room available and said, we need this back in like an hour and a half. And we were like, no, we'll be fine. So we had their best room. It was just like Amazing. great. And we had um, those, um, actually, they, they, he created it in the bear, in the bear as well. The, uh, oh, the pudding, the, uh, you know, it's like the, the, uh, the, the pastry curls with cream in the middle. Cannoli. Cannoli. Yeah, I love a cannoli. Oh. It's going to make you angry, no, but Far Away do a really good cannoli. I know you hate Far Away. <laughs> it's a different thing. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. We, we're on a positive now. We've got off the Tories. We're on to positives. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Have you made anything off the bear? Like that omelette, a mate of mine, or someone on my Discord. Um, who was it on, on my Discord? I'm sure I saw them. They did leave a... It was, it was Carla. I'm sure they made the, the omelette off of... The bear, because you see most things on the bear, and you think I could never do that. But the the omelette, they kind of walk yeah, you through it. Yeah, That's yeah. tempting. Yeah, yeah for but sure. yeah, I love a cannoli. I've only got in. I've, I've probably had my first cannoli in the last couple of years. Can't get enough. A lemon one, a pistachio one, hazelnut. Fucking I put it, shove it in my sardine. mouth. Absolutely, just coming thinking about those. Oh, I'd quite like to have a a cannelloni and then a cannoli and a can of. Mm, can't think of anything. I'm not going to finish. It was going really well. A cannelloni, a cannoli, and a can. can Ollie. Ollie. Oliver Quintrell. We have some Ollie Ollie. Oh, Shut up. And, and, <laughs> Are we doing 20 questions? Let's do 20 questions. We've got to wrap things up now because Stu needs to go to bed. Um, Stu, would you like to think of someone? A tired little picker. Uh, oh, yeah, all right, yeah. Oh, I'm all surprised. I, thought, I didn't realise I, I made the rules. For I this forgot I was on a podcast. Uh, right, I've got to think of someone. Right? You think of someone. Tell me when you thought of someone. I've got to guess it, remember? Then Chris has to ask 20 questions. That's how the game got its name. If you're looking up who's the actor in The Crow, it's Brandon you, Lee. So. Just quickly, guys, I had a thing noted. There's a thing that Limmy does called Sporkle, and you can do these audio quizzes, and it'll be like, so it's 50 songs, you've got 20 minutes, and it'll be a like a five-minute video that's a 10 seconds of each song. 
we're not doing it now, oh. but I want at some point over so Christmas, that. well, that's it. I want me, you, Chris and Cunt in Cunt's pub drinking and, oh, and playing them. I've got loads of spare time as well. So yeah. Let's do that. Let's make it happen. N- not recorded. Not for anyone. Not for you listeners. Just for us. Because I think Stu would be in such be heaven. So yeah, 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 yeah. I watched Lemmy do it. And Lemmy's, you, you'd love it, Stu, because he's a fucking idiot savant for 80s music. Oh, like, yeah. just his knowledge is... Okay, got you. Okay. Let's begin. Stu has selected a person. Chris, you have 20 questiones. Is it somebody we talked about tonight? No. No one. I mean, we talked about a lot of people. That's good. That's, mm. that's ruled out a lot of people. But can you not remember who we've talked about tonight? No, really. <laughs> so I fucked myself really. Is it somebody I talk about fondly? Never. <laughs> this is going to be so I wouldn't say n- never. I've not got clear memories of you talking I've about never, them fondly. In all the time we've spoken, Bogger, I've never heard you mention this person. But you've talked about them, surely. No? Are they fictional? No. No. Jesus. Oh my god, he's this taking is, his hat off, this guys. Is someone that isn't in my realm of fucking knowledge, then, is it? If I've it, never talked about is them. Is that a question? They're not fictional. No, this is for the poor listeners who are with me on this one. Stu, pour him a shot. Fucking, no, 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 and don't start doing that. Well, I do punch when I do this, don't I? I don't even realise. Um, are they a actor or actress? Same thing. Yes. Yes. They are fucking... Whoa. And I've never spoken to them about... Spoke about them. Okay. I think they've come up. I don't think he's brought them up. I don't think he's ever brought them up, but they've definitely yeah. come up. Because they're so okay, known. Okay, 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 okay. 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 Um, have they featured in a movie via a director we've spoken about? No. Tonight? Not tonight. No. And we've spoken about big ones. Oh, I'll just ask what sex are you done? What sex are they? No. no you so, have you've done five. Are they female? Yes. yes. That's six. I've never ever spoke about them. Not they, at any nev- level. At any level. They've never been... At any level, length. They've any never length. been in a film by a director we've talked about tonight, right. where we spoke about some of the big ones. Yes. Just a note, um, he did say talking about. <laughs> no. No, are they not? I didn't know. You've made this... As, you've dragged Heart, out your Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Yes. I didn't know. Heartbroken. Yeah. But this is how I find out. <laughs> Yeah. In 20 Questions, an episode five of The Drug Girl. Dead female actress. Yeah. That wasn't a question. I'm just saying that now, but it does help because I'm known for having a bad memory. Yeah. Uh, A dead female fucking actress. Jesus fucking Christ. Nothing in here will give you any clue. Yeah. I just feel like (laughs) this isn't very fun then, is it? Um, I'm having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was a powerful little pop. Dead female actress. I'm not very good with a live female actress. You're not very good at this game. Uh, infamously. Um, were they uh, were they in many science fiction movies? No. No, I would have said Fuck so. Me. Were they in many comedies? Yes. Yes. Oh. Mm. Wow. You've got eleven they... questions left, mate. This is feeling more positive all of were a sudden. Were they in the Carry On Camping? Yes. 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 Yes.
Well done. Fucking hell. What Chris has finally come out on 11? top. Yeah. Why did I think old tits come into your mind? Oh, it's not difficult. <laughs> What a, what a win. Man, I think we're all really surprised at this one. I snatched defeat from the jaws of well defeat. Well played, mate. What a win. Now, is there anything you'd like to end on? Anything you'd like to say, Stu? Anything you'd like to declare to people as we go into the new year, as we're in the festive periods? A big sigh. Big uh, sad yeah, face. I just wish everyone a very happy Christmas and a happy new year. Thanks if any of you have listened to any of the podcasts that Chris and I have done. What's, uh, the, what's the plans? Let's plug all your podcasts. So, Off the Beaten Track, Hardcore Listing, Acceptable in the 80s, and the MMA Fan Podcast. So, Chris and I are back on Acast, um, like releasing on, on Spotify and, and, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So go check us out. If you want more content, head over to Patreon. And go back to those ones in August that are mm. all the comedians at the Fringe. Go back to Helen Bauer. Just all of them Alice around that. Jenny Bauer. Absolutely. Bobby. Absolutely. Is it Alison Spittle? Um, is that one? Yeah, Alison. Yeah, so she was great. She's really good. Yeah. Oh, Alison. Or Ruth Husco prior to that was, oh again, was a fantastic one. One of my favourites of the year, that Yeah. Like, really good episodes. Uh, follow Ruth Husko. Uh, Ruth is very funny. On Twitter. Top Dan Cackroyd. Worst yeah. dating experiences. Or reasons she's so split good. up with by guys. Yeah. So good. She's, she's gold. Brilliant yeah. brilliant person. Uh, go check out the MMA Fan Podcast. Um, one of the highlights of my year was getting to sit in a room with Bruce Buffer. Yeah, with Blake and chat to Bruce. Bruce Buffer MVP going on the on mm. on on Zoom with um, what's his name with Volk, but also what's his name the fucking the kickboxing or well, Muay Thai fucking oh, icon John Wayne Park. John Wayne Park. Yeah, yeah. had some great ones yeah. with that. So that's that's good fun. <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt caught up with him and his uh, <laughs> his penis. Uh, by the still, side of the road you might have found that when he was having you in camping. camping he's caught up with it finally <laughs> uh, off the beaten track just ticking over doing its thing doing it and uh, <laughs> alright you sold that well sorry uh, <laughs> fucking tune in next week to be sold well, no you've had oh, some amazing guests it, it, yeah it's six over all right but uh, shout out acceptable in the 80s once a month me and uh, come from come the gang and uh, I'll sign out on go to check at properchristmas.info Chris be Anything. nice to each other. Don't start, don't come into a conversation desperate to uh, just win your side of it. Actually listen and maybe try and see and try and spend your time arguing their point before you go back to arguing your own point. Yeah. Read a book called Teach Yourself to Think by Edward Bono. I um, hope you have a nice Christmas. Touch yourself less. Oh. That's so, that's mine, but everyone touches themselves more. Yeah. What's yours then? What message have you got? Touch my de bono. You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. I, I mean, I did the heartfelt thing in the intro. I love these boys. I love you people. You people. You people. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, this has been the Distraction Pieces podcast for 2023. What a year, man. Well, what a year for all of us. So much going on in the world. A lot has said you never know what's going on in everyone's personal lives. What a year. What a fucking year. But we all got through it. And I hope we're all ending it feeling positive. I'm looking forward to my New Year's Eve film. 
I might be doing films this New Year's Eve. I might get a few in, but um, yeah. Big love to you all. I love you all dearly. And I'll see you next year. Until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta.